was good to find dolls. Listen, so I'm a little bit behind. I got to uh, catch up on the second video that Cynthia G posted up last night or yesterday. And um, it's the one called The Real Reason Tabitha Brown Says She Doesn't Trust Women Around Her Husband. Here's the funny thing. So I try to record not one but two little segments on my thoughts on it. Um, but the first one I got interrupted by a phone call, so I cut the message short and I'm a little kind of OCD, like I will do all kinds of other stuff, but if it gets cut short, I don't even want to upload it. And then I went back on and I added another segment because it was definitely resonating. I think, especially when I think about in the church, I remember as early as 14 is kind of like, oh yeah, that's that. I need to stay away from that. Let me not try to send the wrong mess. 14 years old, like you know, because sometimes it's, it's really true that like, they'd be trying to like reach in to kiss on you or like shake your hand and like really hug up on you and stuff. So, and it was just really aggravating. And I think once I became more of an older adult type of a thing where, or I guess more of like a young adult, then it's like, you're fully aware at that point, you know, how the, how the wives are with their men and stuff like that. Um, but I will just make two sentences so and you know that I had put into the whole podcast, but it's like it's low key kind of funny because ninety five percent of the time I was like I wouldn't even want your man like not attracted to him in any way shape or form. The other thing too is I disdain cheating. It's just it's never been my thing, right? Never really cared for it. Um, and I think it's so interesting because I I distinctly remember around the age of fourteen kind of just developing that disdain like I didn't like what I was seeing if I'm honest at church and then um so by the time I I became aged to start dating it's just something I never really cared for so there's that part of it so it was really funny to see the comments and people like one of my favorite comments where she was like y'all married people keep inviting us to stuff we don't even want to attend anyways and now we're not checking your man so it was even funny to me too because when she was like oh he's really easy on the eyes I was like ma'am he's not my type if if I'm gonna be a little petty he does look like he has sugar in the in the tank I don't that being said it's really been interesting too because over the past years um you can have a really super like muscular dude and he be smashed he's into booty like as well too so that's probably where I would get myself messed up because it's like oh I would have never thought he looks so masculine like you know but this one straight up I wouldn't even be attracted to this type but nice try Tabby I mean if you're attractive to him he has too many too many like feminine features for me and and so if the initial attraction, yeah, you want to get to know their personality, their character, so on and so forth. But I wanted to talk about the economic implications of what she did because the part that kept coming over my mind over and over and over and freaking over again was why on this goddess green earth would she retire her man? That don't make any kind of freaking sense. That's right up there with a woman proposing to a man. Why would she do that? And then the thing, uh, so she's out here, I'm going to say busting her balls while he gets to stay at home. And it, and it's, and then as I'm looking at the picture now, as if he wasn't already effeminate presenting to me, I just picture him at home, like filing the most, his delicate fingernails, like filing his delicate nails and like, 
it was so funny y'all because you know how um you can tell too like they say um how a guy checks his nails and I, I was just checking my nails but it's such, I did it the girly way and I'm like I could see him just like filing his names, nails and checking them the way that a girl would right I'm like oh my gosh so then um thick and then she better be on her p's and q's I could I could almost understand the anxiety especially if you start to understand the legal implications of this because Remember, y'all, we just had a Crash Course 101 last week with the whole Denia Jackson and Derek Jackson and Denia Jackson finding out that there's financial implications to the things that her, her you know, Derek was doing out here in these streets and in terms of paying his bills and where they got married and so on and so forth. I don't know what state the um, Tabitha and this guy live in. But because she retired him, if he really does want to go get himself, like, do the whole um, Kevin Williams or whatever, uh, Kevin Hunter approach, if he really wants to go find himself another man or another woman, guess who's going to be funding all of that? Tabitha. Tabitha, Tabitha going to be paying for their vacations. She, and here's why. Because if she gets a divorce... She retired this man, so he's going to be getting alimony. She has established uh, um, a means of living for him, so she's going to have to make sure that if they get a divorce, and I'm going to say maybe not if, but when, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he's going to get to that bag. And she she did this to herself. She, that that's That's a terrible predicament. Terrible, terrible predicament. And if you know anything about idle minds, and I think especially for men, you know, I I was uh, I did a podcast the other day, but I I wish that there was like I wish that women had to figure out like, in order for you to have a child, like you had to check into an office somewhere, and take like a SAT exam and be like, do you know the formula to raise men, or like to raise a boy to a man? And it's like, oh, you failed the formula like turn off the key or like no access for you to have children, but you, anybody can have children. And I don't think you un, like, and obviously myself included, right? Got burnt, <laughs> scalded because I didn't understand how men are. Right. So I am not saying that I'm mad at her. I can't say that I'm can mock her all too much because the conversations that we're having now clearly were not conversations when her mind was being developed and shaped around relationships and clearly those conversations, because if we had had these conversations before she decided to retire her man, at that point, she knows what time it is. But I think um, absolutely this gives us the opportunity to do better and be better. Don't, don't listen, even if you're the primary breadwinner, do not retire your man. And I think that it does really come down to her um, insecurity, like what Cynthia was saying too, because... Part of the reason she probably did retire him is because he had women at work that were hitting on him and he probably had a, a work wife, you know? So, um, there's that part of it. And, but yeah, terrible, terrible move. I, I can almost understand the anxiety that she feels. And it also makes sense too, because Part of the reason he's there, it's like he has it really nice. But when he's good and ready to, you know, get the wife that he 
you know, that he's attracted to somebody, something that he really thinks it's, it's worth it to risk it all, baby, he going to collect his alimony check and he going to take that, you know, more petite, friendly, feminine version of whatever it is that he was attracted to. And <laughs> Tabitha going to be out here just like Sherry Shepard paying for all of it paying for all of it and I don't know she probably you know Christian doesn't have a prenup so they're gonna have to split assets they're gonna have to you know she's gonna have to make sure that she continues to provide a roof over his head and a stable certain set means of income like I mean it's one thing if she retired him but it'd be another thing if he was at least like a producer or manager or something like of value so that it's like well no he was working for my company so if he's working for my company or for my you know my producer he has to get a job somewhere else and again she didn't have a because uh, I'm thinking of the Kevin Hunter and Wendy Williams scenario he was her um her manager which but but what got Wendy in trouble was the prenup right but at least Wendy had a prenup right and it's one of those things where it's so easy to go into these agreements, which marriage is a business contract. That's why you have to go to light, you know, go and get a license from the government. It's a business contract. Love it. Hate it. It is what it is. Right. Um, same way you go to get a business contract to buy and sell goods, you know, under a corporation. That's what. A, and so a lot of us, we go in without not having all the facts. We don't do a lot of the legal we don't understand the legal implications. And then you go around and mess around and put yourself in a worse predicament. And, and and I think, again, it almost doesn't even matter because if she's a primary breadwinner, you know what I'm saying, to where she can retire him, she was still going to pay an alimony anyway somehow, you know. And then his behaviors, I it's funny to me because I think for me to be a, a woman... I could understand being at home. I think just even with my personality, at some point I'd want to kind of do some, have my own little stuff on the side anyways, where I'm kind of like working on a project, you know, and, and it would be so much fun because it would absolutely be something that I love, but I would probably have my own side hustle anyways. I think that that's becoming very um, relevant in my personality, like type of a thing, like always into something or just, trying to figure stuff out on my own anyways but I don't think if I try to imagine what it would like to be be like to be a guy to be a man to just be sitting at home doing nothing that would have to aggravate my soul but then maybe not maybe not um so yeah terrible 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 I could see why she'd be on pins on needles and I could see why she's doing a public service announcement because yeah, she gonna be paying alimony, and I imagine it's gonna be enough to where she can fund their whole entire lifestyle. To where you know, um, with like with the whole Sherry Shepherds type of thing, where it's just kind of like you're just um having to look at their Instagram photos of them on vacation with your alimony check. Like every time you post that check for the fifth of July or fifth of August, and bloop. They're in the Bahamas and bloop, they're in the Cayman Islands, like off of your paycheck. That, that, mm, if this crashes, I don't wish bad on anybody's 
relationship. Who knows what happens behind the scenes. But baby, that was a terrible, terrible move. Same thing with Gabrielle Union. I don't know who Gabrielle uh, Union was married to before she married Dwayne Wade. Um, and I think it just goes to show, too, I'll, I'll never forget seeing the comment from 50 Cent talking about, oh, Gabrielle Union's a, a gold digger. Um, how is she a gold digger if she was making more than her last husband and she's paying alimony and now you're saying she's a gold digger because she's with Dwayne Wade and she's going 50-50 on houses, on yachts, and on vacation? Like... Whatever that that's that's his problems and his stereotypes that he has, but um, but yeah, that those are my thoughts. I'll talk to y'all later. Let me know what you think in the comments. Bye.